You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning, everybody. This is Real Presence Live. Steve Splonskowski here along with Brandon Clark. And we are so excited that you're with us. Thank you for joining us. This conversation, we're going to talk a little more about being healed and restored um, with this, this same conversation on you know exploitation and, and human human trafficking. And with us joining us this hour is Elsa Spady. Good morning, Elsa. Good morning, Steve. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for being on with us. And we have a we're gonna do just a, a, a kind of a, a flashback, but Elsa, I met you first in Bismarck back in two thousand ten when we were working on getting the first Catholic radio station on the air. Uh, your husband That's David correct. and and you were an instrumental in that. So uh, thank you for that. And now you're you're you are actually involved in working with Catholic Radio in Charlotte, North Carolina, correct? I know. Isn't that amazing how God works out things? It's amazing. And you and you have a show, right? You have a, a weekly show, or is it a monthly show on the local station there? It's a weekly show, and it's also called Healed and Restored. So every week, uh, my show is taped on Monday, and it goes live on, on Sunday at 5 p.m. I talk to all about healing. Every week, I cover a different topic with a guest. So, yeah, it's the I've been doing this for about four months now. Excellent. And, and you were recently on Healed and Restored, or, or no, on the, the EWTN station, or the EWTN show, Women Made New, right? Yes, I was, talking to Crystalina. I love her, yes. Very good, excellent. Well, thank you for the work you're doing. We're going to talk a little bit more about your ministry, Healed and Restored, but before we get into that, Elsa, uh, share us a, with us a little bit about your own story of healing. Okay, so first, let me tell you a little bit about myself. So I grew up in Brazil in a large family with 10 siblings. Uh, moved to this country when I was barely 17 years old. Met my husband, David, in Florida, where we both lived at the time. Um, we've been married for 20 years and have three teenage kids right now, two girls and a boy. Um, I work at a, as a real estate agent in the area here, Charlotte, uh, Lake Norman area. And I also have published two books. It can be found on Amazon. Freedom Through Christ is my memoir of healing in the aftermath of sexual abuse. And the other book is a collection of wisdom from women we love. So that's, that's a little bit about myself. Do you want me to go right into the, 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 what happened to me? Oh, you could use wherever the Holy Spirit takes you. So I mean, a little more about yourself is great. And then and just kind of give us uh, kind of the backstory of what, why you were moved into this direction of, of working with Healed and Restored. Yes, I think, um, to give your listeners a little bit of my history, of course we all have a story, right? And we all have a wound that needs to be healed. Uh, it looks different for each one of us, but the fact of the matter is that God wants to heal each one of His children. You know, and no matter what those wounds look like, He wants to come in there and do amazing things. And uh, so my story started at, um, in Brazil, but when I was eight years old, I was molested and raped by a man who worked for my dad. The fading event left me very broken and with deep, deep wounds that needed healing. And all my life, the desire to be fully healed from this trauma was always there, you know, but it wasn't really until four years ago that I truly brought everything to the foot of the cross. And I approached my pastor, my wonderful pastor, Father John Putnam, 
about the need for deep healing. And I can tell you with all certainty that God in his goodness, through my pastor, has given me this deep internal healing that has completely transformed my life. Uh, so I'll explain a little bit so your listeners can understand what this internal healing process entailed. And uh, to be honest, I had no idea that this was even available. And as I'm talking about uh, my story more and more, a lot of people are coming up to me and like, oh, I wonder if my church has something like that. I wonder if my priest um, knows how to walk this walk with his parishioners, you know. So this internal healing process, I guess, has been in place in the Catholic Church for some time, okay? Um, and it consisted of guided daily prayers, including praying the rosary every day uh, for the intention of a deep healing. And then uh, during this process, you also write a letter to God going deep into the emotions and pain related to the trauma, right? So this is some very deep, deep stuff. And it's not easy, but I can say, for me, it was what got me to the other side. So if anyone's listening right now and they think that they have a deep wound that they haven't truly been healed from, I would highly recommend reaching out to your pastor, reach out to your priest. You know, um, they're there for us. And um, that's what my pastor did for me. He invited me. He said, Elsa, we have this available, and I think you could use this, and I will walk with you. And he did. And um, it was over six weeks of doing all this. And uh, at the end, the last nine days was devoted to Novena to Mary, Undoer of Not. And then to wrap up the internal healing, I met with my pastor and another priest at the time, Father Paul McNulty. He's no longer with us. Uh, he moved on to a different parish. But they prayed some very heavy deliverance prayers over me. So in the room was two priests and my husband and I. And I, as I'm being prayed over and crying out loud that God would give me this healing, you know, I remember also promising him that if he did give me this healing, I would spend the rest of my life helping other people find their own healing. So that's my story in a nutshell, you know. Uh, God has been so good. How can I not now move on and say yes when I felt like he was calling me to do something for victims of abuse? That's beautiful, Elsa. Thank you for sharing that. If it, I want to get to the question of, you know, how you started the healing and restored. And, of course, we got the beginning of that, or healed and restored. Um, but if uh, just to go back to your what you shared there about uh, praying the daily rosary and then this internal healing process that is within the church. So if uh, people go to their pastor, how would they explain it to them? Because I'm guessing some pastors are going to say, well, I'm not sure. There probably is something. I can go look for it. Um, how would people help their pastors find this these tools that you're talking about that were made available to you? From, from the, the mouth of my own past, and actually, if people want to know more, the first show I did, the, my first podcast on Healed and Restored, I interviewed my pastor, of course. It had to be him, the first guest. And we talked, and we went deeply into the healing process. So if anyone, if you maybe guide them to a Healed and Restored podcast, they can find that interview with Father John Putnam, and, and, and that is all about that healing process. And he talks about how 
this is now being talked about even more. So I would be shocked that your priest doesn't know anything about it. I think most priests do, and they're beginning to go deeper into it, and they're beginning to, to recognize the people that could use this. And obviously, they are in contact with the broken people. And we go to confession. Mine was at confession. I broke down, and I said, you know, I have this this um, thing that I feel like it's stopping me from, from loving God the way I, I want to love him, from trusting him the way I want to love him. And of course, he asked me, what is this thing? And I told him about my trauma, and he stopped me on my tracks, and he said, okay, you need to find some deep healing. So I think that my, um, my first advice um, to anyone listening right now is to bring everything to the foot of the cross, and the way you do that is by voice, you know, talk about it with somebody, you know, and um, what better way to do it at confession and just open up to your priest, you know, and, and then you can mention that you heard about this internal healing and, and go from there. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. We're visiting with Elsa Spady. We're talking about Healed and Restored. Um, and this is a mission that came out of this healing that Elsa just experienced as she exp- or just explained how she experienced it. Elsa, talk to us a little bit about this ministry um, and the mission and goals of your work. Okay, so as I've been reflecting a lot on this lately, I can definitely say that the seeds for Healed and Restored, the mission, were definitely planted in me while I was being prayed over by my priest. Isn't that a beautiful thing? I can, I can say that's when the seeds were planted. You know, in God's goodness, as he was healing me, he was at the same time planting in me the desire and the courage I would need to establish this program. So, uh, you know, I, I just, it's always known that it takes someone who has walked the walk to truly understand what it takes to get to the other side, you know, and it takes a victim of abuse to truly understand what this does to a person. It's much like what you see with men and women who are broken from the chains, who have broken the chains of addiction. They're usually the ones that understand the need to give back and help others on their journey, right? So about three years ago was um, when I gave my testimony at my church. So after I, I went through that healing process, I could feel right away that God was stirring in my heart the desire to share my story, right? So I went back to my priest, Father Platinum, he has been there for me. Oh, my gosh, he's my, um, my mentor, my spiritual director. Really, God has been good, really good by giving him to us in my parish. So when I gave my testimony about three years ago at my church, which was one of the hardest things to do, you know, talk about this stuff in front of your own congregation was not easy, but God got me through it. And after I gave my testimony to get out, I couldn't even leave the church because so many people wanted to come and hug me and thank me and tell me their own story. You know, it it was either them who had gone through some abuse or or their daughter or their mom or their aunt or their brother or their, you know, abuse is everywhere. It's just such a taboo topic. And we need to change that because you can't keep these things in the dark. It hurts the victim even more, right? So that night I went home and, and um, you know, I, could, I, I slept better than I had ever slept before because I felt I was finally clean. You know, I was, God had cleansed me from this, right? 
right after that, I knew I had to write a book. I have to tell my story. I have to put it in writing. I have to let other people know that they're not alone. So that's when I wrote my memoir, Freedom for Christ. It was released through 10 books, which they're right outside of Charlotte here, which is perfect. Uh, May 2020, so a little over a year ago, the book was released. Okay, as soon as the book was released, God is so good. He didn't give me this whole thing all at once as I would have probably panicked, right? Well, you want me to do this, 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 and this? He gave me all instructions. So when I when the book was released, it was right in the middle of the craziness of being home from COVID, right? We had to uh, stay home and all of that. And I think it gave me time to really reflect on what God was um, calling me to do. And Elsa, and Elsa, we have to step away for a break, but I'll stop you right there because we're going to continue on what God is calling you to do. We're visiting with Elsa Spady uh, in her ministry, Healed and Restored, and we're talking about this healing ministry of those who have been abused um, and who have experienced really this uh, this this heartbreaking um these events in their lives and helping to heal that. But we're going to come back on the other side of the break and continue this conversation with Elsa Spady. This is Real Presence Live. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers eye exams for the whole family, contact lenses, glasses, and vision therapy services. Our specialized vision therapy program works to improve how the eyes work together as a team. We work with our patients to improve reading difficulties, lazy eyes, eye turns, and focusing problems, which can be detrimental to performance in the classroom and on the job. You can learn more about our mission at Lumen.Vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. What if you only had 20 weeks to live? How hard would you fight for 30 or 40? Today, we are in the fight of our lives, the fight for life. The loss of a baby should never be marginalized. 20 weeks in the womb has become a line in the sand that delineates one kind of abortion from another. I'll ask it again. What if you only had 20 weeks to live? How hard would you fight for 40? The unborn deserve nothing less than the fight of our lives fighting for their lives. Written by Alison Updahl. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. 
Hey everyone, welcome back to Real Presence Live here on the RPR Network. I'm one of your hosts this morning, Brandon Clark, joined by... Steve Sponskowski. And we are having a, a great visit this morning with Elsa Spady, who founded Healed and Restored to help women who have gone through uh, abusive situations um, and, and really using her own story of uh, being molested and raped when she was eight years old um, and finding healing in Christ to uh, be able to help others. Um, before we hop back into the interview, I just want to mention, if you've missed any of the show this morning, the podcast will be available on our website, realpresenceradio.com, also available on our smartphone app. So if you've missed anything, you want to catch up, um, those will be available later today. Elsa, thanks so much for uh, staying with us over the break. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate this opportunity. You know, it's a, it's a great gift to have you on, too. Um, and, and, and I haven't gone through what you've gone through in, in, in your life. But, but I've, what I've found is that, um, you know, our misery, our, our pain, our struggle really becomes our ministry. And, and God calls us and, and opens up the door for that in such beautiful ways, uh, especially mm-hmm. in terms of, of your story. I, I wonder if you can talk just a little bit about that, that beauty and, and for people out there who, who might still be hurting, just, just talk about how the Lord can bring healing, um, but then it also becomes such a beautiful thing, right? right? Not, nothing will thwart the, the plans of God and, and He can bring good from, from all things that are, that are so terrible. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. I'm a testimony to that. Um, you know, I invite you listeners to also get my book, you know, um, Freedom Through Christ, A Memoir of Healing in the Aftermath of Sexual Abuse. It's available on Amazon, or you can go to um, Ten Books, which, you know, it's a Catholic publisher. You all try to sell it, give them the business. Um, I, I go deep into that in the book. I talk about how amazingly wonderful he is. He took something that the evil one wanted to use to destroy me. Because let's be honest, something like this can destroy you. And um, and it, God just turned it upside down. He just um, made it um, his, for His glory. You know what I mean? He's using my story now to bring others to Him to find healing. Because until you understand that others have been healed from this, because I remember in my 20s when I was dealing with a lot of the effects of this, and I go deep into this um, in the book also, um, you know, I wanted to die. I, I, I couldn't see a way out of this trauma. I, I, you know, I, I didn't really trust God at that time. I, 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 how could I possibly trust a God that, you know, allowed this to happen to me, you know? And uh, so I, I was going through all this turmoil in my own head, and I was looking for books and, and, and resources that, that could give me a glimpse of hope. And at the time, I couldn't find anything that had any glimpse of hope that the person got to the other side. Uh, most of the books I read um, were from people that were still very much stuck in their trauma, you know, and they didn't mention God. Uh, if they did, they were still very mad at God. So those, those books were not helping me. And thank God that he spoke to me then, too, and he said, stop, stop reading this story. You know, it's almost like God was already preparing me to be the one to write the story that could give others hope. Because that's what my book is. My story is about hope. My, bo- my story is not so much about the trage- tragedy that happened to me. You know what I mean? Yes, that did happen to me. And yes, that was very painful. But there is hope. And you can get to the other side. And we have a God who is a God of miracles. 
I mean, we go to church and we talk about it, but we don't walk the walk. Most people do not believe in miracles anymore. You know, so I am a living testimony of a miracle. You know what I mean? I had nightmares still after four decades of living with this. I could still smell my abuser. I mean, God took all that away to make it so visible to me that it was Him who healed me. You know what I mean? So I could pass that on to other people. So yes, it is an amazing story. I sometimes, if I, I sometimes I look back and I can't even believe I'm living this story because I am so thankful to God for what He's done in my life. You know, and, and anyone who's listening, I am not any more special than you are. He desires the same thing for every single one of His sons and daughters. The biggest problem I see is that we don't trust him enough to bring everything to the foot of the cross. We don't trust him enough to think that he can heal us. We think our wounds are too uh, deep or we're too far gone in our sin or whatever it is. We have to take back the fact that God is a God of restoration and a God of miracles and a God who wants to heal and restore each one of us. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Well, and Elsa, thank you so much for sharing your story. Um, if you joined us, we were visiting with Elsa Spady, talking about her ministry, Healed and Restored. Elsa, let's talk a little bit about, you know, so as men, we know it's important to have brotherhood to help continue to to really grow in our faith and, and journey in our relationship towards Christ. Talk to us a little bit about the importance of sisterhood during this healing process. I think it's very, very important. I really, truly believe that women can help other women heal. The, the, the thing is, though, we first have to find healing for our own wounds so we can, in a way, become wounded who heal it to other women and to other men and to our families. You know what I mean? That's how we spread God's healing, is by allowing Him to first heal us. And I think women, more than, maybe even more than men, we, we really desire to walk our walk, our journey of life with other women. Our hearts were made for that, you know? And uh, so I think that bringing a, a, a program like that where women are going to heal together um, and I'm going to be there and other amazing women that are coming forward to help me to, to be volunteers at the place or to be full-time employees, we all have our dark walk so we can now with these women, our own road to recovery, to healing. You know, so I think it's very important to have that kind of a sisterhood within your healing process. And before the break, Elsie, you were talking to us a little bit about the process of, of your own healing and how that led you to write a book um, and, and to mm -hmm. working towards healing with women. Could you speak specifically with some of the things that you do there uh, in your ministry with Healed and Restored and then kind of give us... Uh, so some of our listeners, if they're looking for a resource, you know, your book is, is one of them. And is there a way for them to contact you? And, and, you know, what are some of the specific things you do there in your ministry? Yes. Okay, so the beautiful thing about building a program like this from scratch, because there's nothing out there the way we're planting and planning right now, is that my formation team and now the board of directors get to weigh in on the different ways we can help the women. Right. Um, at the moment, we're putting together a support group that we start meeting regularly to help women who have gone through these types of abuse. We'll have mental health professionals speak at these support groups, and we're also going to have um, different women come in and give their own testimonies. Right. 
So the plan is to have a home, you know, a haven, a place where everything is going to be done under one roof. We, we cannot have any, uh, everything we're going to have is going to be rooted in Mother Church beliefs, right? Uh, and we'll, we'll walk to women and show them and help them. We're basically going to love them back into the arms of Christ. Because they've been far away, they've been so broken and so bruised and so mistreated that most of the time, the person that they like the least is God the Father, right? Uh, so we, at that place, at Heal and Restore, at the home, and everything we're doing right now, preparing for the home, because obviously uh, we still need the land and we still need lots of help and resources. But I truly believe that with God, anything is possible. And if you planted this desire, to have a place like this, He will provide. He will provide. So, um, you know, if your listeners want to know more, we have a beautiful, beautiful website uh, called, so go to www.healedandrestored.org. You can send us an email at info at healedandrestored.org, and I'm the one who personally responds to each email that comes in. And, and let us know how you can help. I mean, maybe God is stirring in your heart right now the desire to come forward. Um, and, and maybe if you have a little surplus of, uh, of, uh, of money, I don't know, get in touch with us. And um, it's not only money that we're looking for, of course. We're looking first and foremost for prayers. We need support. We need support from our local community, but not just that. Because this program is going to help women from all over the country. Someone from Bismarck is going to call and go through the same process as the application as someone from the Charlotte area. And if, if, they, you know, if they fit the program, they're going to come in, and we're going to serve them. So it doesn't matter where you live in the country. We're going to service everybody. Every single woman that have gone through any type of abuse, any type of deep life trauma, they are welcome at Healed and Restored. I hope I answered some of your questions. <laughs> you sure did, Elsa. Thanks so much for... Um, being on with us and, and really just answering the call that the Lord planted in you um, in, in your own healing. What, what a gift to have you on to be able to share about how you are seeking to help others who have experienced similar things. Uh, it, it just it, It's truly inspiring. So, thanks so much for being on with us this morning, Elsa. And um, again, you can visit the website healedandrestored.org to learn more. Thank you. Thank you for having me. God bless the work you guys are doing. God bless you. All right. Well, what you experience on Sunday in church, it can be a challenge to transfer that over throughout the work week, especially when we talk about bringing it into the workplace. So how can we do that? Is there help out there? We have one man who you probably know pretty well, Mr. Joe Rutten, who's going to talk about that and a special event coming up that can help you do just that when we return on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. 